This week on Hometown Ghost Stories. If you claim to be the most haunted town in America, then it stands to reason you'd have a haunted cemetery and hotel. And Alton doesn't disappoint. Join us as we explore the hauntings of the Alton Cemetery and the Mineral Springs Hotel and learn about a potential demonic haunting. This is episode number 13 of Hometown Ghost Stories. Today was the day that Clarence would finally face his fear. Ever since he was little and for no reason, he had an overwhelming fear of water. When his friends would go to the nearby pond to swim, he would stay on shore and read a book, watch them fool around, and even sometimes make up excuses so he didn't have to go at all. Now at 21, he was ready to put this behind him. The recently opened Mineral Springs Hotel was offering swimming lessons a few nights of the week, and he signed up. He walked out of the locker room in his bathing suit with a towel in hand and got into the pool. After a few lessons, the instructors told the students to practice what they've learned in the shallow end. Still a bit nervous, he began to swim around the corner. That's when he thought he heard a voice coming from under the water. He turned to another student and asked, Did you hear that? Hear what? The other student replied. Sorry, must have been nothing. Clarence began to swim around cautiously and once again heard a voice. Come play with me. The voice of a little girl. He built up some courage and decided to go under the water. As he looked around this time, much louder and clearer he heard, Come play with me. And then he felt something grab his hands and feet and begin to pull him down. Paralyzed, he sank to the bottom of the pool. As everything went black, the last thing he heard was, We're going to have fun forever now. I'm Rob Coakley, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Alton, Illinois, Part 2. Alton Cemetery. The Alton Cemetery is said to be haunted by countless spirits. The ghost of Lucy Haskell has been seen playing in the vicinity of her family's plot. In life, Lucy Haskell was gifted her own house just to play in it at the age of five. Sadly, at the age of nine, Lucy would contract black diphtheria and pass away. Her spirit has been seen at the playhouse. However, she is more likely to be seen or heard in the Alton Cemetery. The Woman in Black The Grandview Mausoleum on the grounds of the cemetery is the final resting place of dozens of people. However, it is generally locked to the public. This hasn't stopped a mysterious woman in black from wandering the halls, appearing in the window, 
and outside around it. If you go here and talk to her, she is often heard whispering back. Elijah P. Lovejoy Elijah Lovejoy was a famous abolitionist in the 1800s. He ran a publication in St. Louis that was burned to the ground by an angry mob. After this, he moved his publication to Alton, Illinois. Once again the victim of an angry mob, he wasn't going to take it lying down this time. As a mob set fire to the building, he came around the corner to confront them and was shot dead. After his death, he was buried in an unmarked grave and was lost for years. An effort was made later in the 1800s, and he was discovered to now be buried under a roadway. His body was exhumed, and a massive monument was built in the cemetery in his honor. Since the completion, there have been sightings of Elijah roaming around his monument for over a hundred years now. The Mineral Springs Hotel The Mineral Springs Hotel started construction in 1914. While under construction for an ice house to serve the meatpacking building standing on the grounds, a natural mineral spring was found underneath where it was being built. The brothers believed the springs to be a place of healing for many different sicknesses and would pivot and build a hotel instead with the largest pool in the state and fill it with water from the springs for guests. When it opened its doors, the hotel was a sight to behold. Word spread and people from all over would come stay at the hotel just to experience it. By the time the 1950s rolled around, it had begun to lose its luster. The place became slightly unkempt, walls began to crack, and eventually it closed its doors in 1971. However, it seems some of the guests have decided to stay. In 1978, the building was repurposed as a shopping center, which it is still used as today. The Jasmine Lady a couple in the early 1920s decided they needed to get away for a while. They made the decision to stay at the Mineral Springs Hotel for a few nights and enjoy some of the luxuries the place provided. One day, upon returning to his room, the husband found his wife in bed with another man. Naturally, a confrontation began. Things began to get very heated, especially between the wife and husband. The husband went after his wife and she ran from the room. He chased her to the top of the stairway and this is where we have some conflicting reports of what happened next. What we do know is that the woman fell down the staircase, breaking her neck and dying immediately once hitting the floor. One report states that she slipped in the middle of the argument. Others believe that the husband shoved her down the stairs. Upon seeing his wife lying dead, the man returned to the room, grabbed a revolver, and took his own life. The bottom of the stairs is one of the many spots of the old hotel with heavy activity. People have seen a woman fall down the stairs, and when they go to help, she's no longer there. The spot also frequently has a strong smell of perfume lingering. The room the couple believed to have stayed in also has had the same smell of perfume and burning cigars. The Room of Sorrow There's a room on the second floor believed to be a place where multiple people have also taken their own life. It is believed that a businessman staying here in the 1930s hung himself in the room. He doesn't show his presence too often, but occasionally, people have been able to communicate with him via spirit box and EVPs. The spirit that shows herself a bit more frequently is that of a woman named Pearl. Pearl and her husband were going through marital issues, and one day it was just too much for Pearl. She checked into the hotel, went into her room, and took her own life. The method of how she did this is unknown. It's been said that Pearl enjoys the company of women more than men, 
and is more likely to show herself in their presence. She's appeared as an apparition, orbs, and has also communicated via voice recordings. The Underground Pool When you venture into the basement of the Mineral Springs Hotel, you're sure to see what the hotel has always been known for, the pool. What was built with the intention of healing people may now be the home of something a bit more sinister. There are multiple stories of drownings in this pool. The one that we know for sure happened is that of a 21-year-old man named Clarence. When you enter the Minerals Hotel, his death certificate is hung on the wall. In 1918, Clarence was taking swimming lessons at the pool. Inexplicably, during the lessons, the instructors weren't paying any attention, and when they looked back at the pool, Clarence was on the bottom of it, already dead. The other spirit in the area is that of a girl named Cassandra. The story of Cassandra is that her family was holding her 10th birthday party at the hotel, during which she met the same exact fate as Clarence. The adults took their eyes off the pool for a moment, and when they looked back, Cassandra was already dead at the bottom of the pool. There have been interactions with a spirit in the area named Cassandra, who often moves marbles in the pool and appears as pink orbs. However, some believe Cassandra is something a bit more sinister. Demons are known to take the appearance of childlike spirits at time to lure people in, and we know that this floor of the building meddled with dark forces back in the day. Seances were held down here in the early days of the hotel, and it is believed that they may have pulled a little more in than they bargained for. Something in the basement that goes by William has shown himself to be very sinister. He's shown up giving threatening EVPs and has even been known to scratch people and make their heart rate speed up, causing people to get lightheaded or sometimes even pass out. Some believe that Cassandra and William are the same demon, disguising himself to lure people in, then inflicting harm upon them. Many of the current shop owners at the old hotel refuse to even go downstairs. When asked why, one shop owner said, it changes you, and it takes you days for you to even begin to feel yourself again. Why is this demon here? Will he ever leave willingly? And if not, will this area ever successfully be cleansed? As we wrap up our exploration of Alton, Illinois, does this place truly have the resume to call itself one of the most haunted towns in America? Between the centuries-old haunted mansion, the Civil War-era prison, the graveyard where spirits still roam, and the old hotel where guests still linger, and a demon potentially resides. I believe that they definitely have a claim to be known as a place to investigate for any paranormal enthusiast. This is Hometown Ghost Stories, and that was Alton, Illinois, Part 2. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. This is uh, episode number... <clears throat> what is it, episode 13 of uh, Hometown Ghost Stories? 13, yeah, right. Yeah, so 12, part two, uh, but episode 13 of Hometown Ghost Stories. I'm Jesse Wilkins on Twitter at Jesse C. Wilkins. That's Rob Coakley. He's on Twitter at King Coakley. What's up, guys? Dave, Wilkins. Dave on Twitter at Dave Wilkins 12. Hey. 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 Hi. Hi. So that's uh, part two of Alton, Illinois, Mineral Springs Hotel. Dave, you had mentioned earlier that this uh, this week that that is the uh, least creepy name of a creepy place. <laughs> I just thought, it, yeah, it's the, yeah, <laughs> you think of name, demonic, yeah. demonic uh, activity. You don't think of Mineral Springs. Yeah, no, I mean, well, that's what it was built for, right? To, exactly. It was yeah. Originally built for healing, so um, it took quite a turn from what it was originally purposed for. But I had another 
another site I wanted to add into this one, which was the Unitarian Church, which some of the locals say that the Unitarian Church is where they get the, they think is the most haunted place out of the entire town. Um, Shit. However, <laughs> as I say in every episode, however, um, I couldn't do it, man, because the Mineral Springs Hotel, it's like got a ton of like suicides in it. And the story yeah. behind the first Unitarian Church is also based on a suicide. And I'm like, man, it's just kind of a little overkill for one episode. So if we, I don't think we're going to do a part three of Alton. Um, I'm not going to rule it out completely in the future. But I think the way we would do a part three is if we actually ended up going there and investigating some places. That I think that would be probably the only way to do part three, unless somebody sent us in some cool personal stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. So that's always something that we can definitely come back to. Uh, obviously, if we ever end up visiting that area, then that's something that we would uh, return to as well. So, so. I'll just hit the, the story of the First Unitarian Church real quick. Like the, the, the quick version is there was a minister or a priest. I'm not sure. I can't remember what that particular church has, but um, in the 1930s, because everything happens in the 1930s, he, um, he hung himself in the church. And ever since then, it's been considered one of the most haunted places in Alton. And a lot of the interviews I saw with the people who actually bring you on the ghost tours in Alton, um, when asked, they say that the place that they think is the most haunted is the first Unitarian church. Okay. Um, so it, so the spirit of the guy that hanged himself is supposed to be haunting it, whether he's a pastor or a minister or whatever. Right. And I didn't dig too much into it because I just felt, like I said, it would be a little too much for all of that in the same episode. But Does that he appear is, as a broken neck apparition? We've had those before. Fun. We've had those before. Those are fun. So let's get back to Mineral Springs. Um, you had mentioned uh, Clarence, and he's the guy who um, who died in the pool. Yeah, I believe so, it was in 1918. I've read a couple reports that he dove into the shallow end and uh, and broke his neck that way. That could be another broken neck apparition. Who knows? Um, but it, this is all kind of – there's a few shaky ones. Some just say he drowned. Then the um, – the way I think the death certificate you, says drowning, from what I recall. But right, I well, if you if you break your neck, you would then drown. Because but anyway, you're I mean, paralyzed, but dead in a pool. I, in a pool. I feel like if an adult is going to drown in the shallow end of a pool, there would have to be a reason, like a broken right. neck. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> there was that. I I heard a couple other reports that he wasn't discovered until the rest of the class got in the pool, and then his dead body just bumped into someone's legs. And that's actually important because they don't get a lot of activity from his ghost in the pool. But some people do report saying that they can feel they feel something bump up against their legs when they're in the pool now. So obviously the pool is drained. There's no more water in the pool. You showed a couple of pictures of it in the episode. Yeah. Um, of like it's it's a drained out pool, but they do paranormal investigations. I don't know if they, I don't know if that's a place that does like you know investigations on the regular. Like a lot of these houses that we've been covering lately, like they're now open to book it out if you wanted to show up with the paranormal investigation team and you could do that. But, um, you know, the, there's been a few different ghost shows that have been to that hotel and, um, they, they do allow it. They've got you some can, box stuff and everything. You can take tours. You can also book, um, investigation nights there as of the moment. 
Um, but yeah, this, so they, they do allow all that stuff. There's walkthroughs, there's actual investigations, there's all that. Yeah. Um, there was it, another story. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You were going to say something. No, go ahead. Uh, there was another story of a uh, man who supposedly died in the, the pool. And I'm glad you didn't include this story. I don't even know if you read about the story, but uh, this one, he had gotten in an argument with his wife, a different argument than the one that you talked about. Mm-hmm. And um, he went down, there was like a, they used to hold like parties down there. So there was like a big, like fancy party. They had an orchestra playing and everything. And um, he, so he went down there without her. She was mad. She was going to stay in the room. And then when she came down to the party, like an hour later, she saw him dancing with another woman. And um, so she took off her, like high heel or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit him over the head with it, and he fell into the pool and drowned in the pool. Uh, but that one, the, the, I don't think there's any like records to back it up. I think it's kind of local for, folklore, like a, in just a story that had floated around about it. No pun intended. But um, but there, there was that one as well. So, uh, <laughs> um, that one's yeah. not really sourced, but that's just kind of another local legend and another ghost who's supposed to haunt the place. There's also the painter too. Did you guys when you were? looking this over when I told you this was what I was doing. A painter? Did you come, come across the story of George the painter? I hate painters. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Dave, Dave's a painter. That's why I made that joke. I, I, I hate Dave. Again, I had Dave's to leave painter. it out because same, same thing, man. It's the guy used to go to the bar at the hotel a ton. Um, he, he drew up a gigantic tab and what they decided to do instead of letting him like slowly repay him is they asked him to paint a mural in the in the hotel. So he got like halfway done or seventy five percent done one day and just walked away from the painting and again killed himself. And they had to have other people come in and finish the mural. But if you're just gonna tell if you're gonna tell all these stories anyways. You might as well have just done them. <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, was that Lou Harwood? Because there's actually like this is a true story. Um, if that, if that was his name, I'm not sure. It doesn't give me all those details. But Lou Harwood shot himself at the hotel bar only a few years after it opened, and it reportedly still haunts, haunts the area today. His obituary is hung uh, to come to com- commemorate him in the lobby. So that's not the only one. They, they also have Clarence's obituary hanging yeah. in the lobby as well. Yeah, I wonder I if I was if, supposedly named George, but I mean, uh, oh yeah, you just said George, yeah. So yeah. I, I guess another guy shot himself at the bar. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and then there's Pearl Sands. I believe you talked about. Her. Was that the one where she? Yeah, she's uh, upstairs. She ate a bunch of pills and killed herself in the room. Yeah, it was suicide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so those, but there, there's more that are popping up. What were we gonna say? So it's just it's the 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 hotel itself is like just like this crazy hotel of of that type of activity and it's like does it all link to the demonic spirit that's in the basement like does that have something to do with it because what what you do uncover when you start reading about this is like yeah they threw parties like you said but that basement there it's documented that they they did a lot of seances in the basement like right. that's what they used to do. Like in when that place opened, and the theory is that they just let something out and they never got it got it to go away. The common thing that 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 keeps repeating in all these you know demonic or demon related stories is that at some point in history, people messed around with the occult. It opened portals yeah. to another dimension. So there is a consistency there. 
with this one, the Bel Air house, um, the Conjuring house, etc. Yeah, et the episode we went over last time too, same city. Um, yeah. What was what was it called? Which um, mansion was it? The uh, McPike, right? McPike. McPike yeah, so the McPike one. There was a bunch of uh, people that went there and did the same kind of thing. And like I said, the the, the drawings that they made are are still on the wall. Whether that's just random graffiti, but. Um, so those kind of rituals were held in that house. And you're right. I mean, a lot of these houses, they have that in common where, you know, people mess around with stuff. Maybe they didn't know too much about, or maybe they were just going overboard. I mean, we've done that ourselves <laughs> going overboard, trying to conjure something up, just see if we can get something going, you know? But so it happens. Um, you, so I wonder I, if we accidentally opened a portal in the, Nathaniel in Hawthorne. the Emory Morgan Hotel? No, the Nathaniel Hawthorne. I don't know about <laughs> that one. That one we drew our own. We drew uh, I don't know if we opened anything, <laughs> including our eyeballs. In maybe, that one. maybe a police reporter too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I found more on this, uh, the artist that you were talking about. This one has him named Charlie. Oh, Charlie. So I don't know so. if these are just conflicting reports, which is what we get all the time, um, or if it's uh, or if it's just wrong. But he's a. Uh, Rumored to hunt the bar, so this is a different guy than uh, than Lou Harward. So Charlie, the, we just got a first name of it. They said that there's no evidence of his death, but um, the mural that he painted does still exist in the former bar area. So I guess you could still go see the um, the painting. But it says he's rumored to be a ghost that haunts the hotel bar. The story goes that he was a struggling depressed artist who drank his sorrows away and rang up a bar tab he couldn't pay in order to pay. It. Yeah, the, the exact story that you just said. Uh, he shot himself instead um, instead of paying his bill. Um, the mural still exists over the years. There is no evidence about who actually created the piece. So that's probably why they have him named Charlie and George. Right. Because they don't actually know who really painted it, but that's kind of the story that had floated around town. Again, no pun intended. I keep saying floating. Um, and then there's another little girl who haunts the pool area. I think you, you touched on this one in the story in your video, right? Yeah, this is Cassandra. So this yeah. is the one that they said she was having her 10th birthday party at the pool area. Um, parents weren't paying attention. By the time they turned around, she was already dead in the pool. The thing is, there is no, there's nothing to back this story. Mm-hmm. And the th- so there's no backing of the actual story. But people do have a lot of interactions with this girl. And that's why it's believed that she might just actually be that demon that's down there. And the demon, oh, sorry. So you're right about the painter. George is George the guy in the in the basement now? Maybe that's what it was. I'm mixing names up, or I think it's William actually. I think William's the 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 guy in the basement. Regardless, what people think is Cassandra, the little girl ghost, is and not everybody thinks this, but they think that sh- that might be the demon using one form to lure people down there to feel safe, and then he shows more of his true form in William who's a lot more aggressive um, and maybe hasn't even shown his final demonic form. Huh. So it's possible. That's another thing that you hear a lot. in the, uh, the demonic stories is they take uh, form like uh, Annabelle. For instance, right. it faked it's uh, fake that it was a little girl. Right. Trapped. That's what it all, that's, that's something you're going to, I mean, I'm sure we're going to do more stories where you're going to hear the same thing because it's, it's a frequent recurrence that um, these demonic stories, it always starts with like the ghost of a child. And then it turns out um, the Sally house is the same way. So like, I'm sure we're going to cover the Sally house at some point. And the Sally house is a demonic spirit that disguises itself as a child, Sally. And 
is actually a demonic spirit. There's no evidence of Sally, I believe. Like I said, we'll cover that story eventually. But um, yeah, it's it's a pattern. And it's, I mean, it it's, might make it a little boring that there's patterns, but it's actually, a, I think it's a good thing because like seeing it recur the same way time and time again lets you know that like, okay, people are seeing the same stuff. You know? So a good thing if you want demons to be real. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I mean, in yeah, terms of yeah. like legitify, legitimizing as much of this as you possibly can, because you're probably never going to fully be able to, to legitimize it in the eyes of some people, you know, so it's been, they've tried, they've tried. It's been used as a defense in the courtroom at least twice. Yeah. Demonic possession. Uh, yes. Not successfully either time. No, I, I remember seeing, uh, was it the exorcism of Emily Rose? Um, the movie. I don't know if Emily Rose was one. one of them. One of them was the, um, uh, was in Connecticut. Yeah. That story is wild. Yeah. I believe the Emily Rose one, if I'm remembering the movie correctly, that one, and it was, her name wasn't really Emily Rose. No, it was um, Annalise Michelle. Yeah. yeah. That one was the one that went, if I'm remembering correctly, it went to court and they brought in a bunch of like psychic mediums and put them on the stand and, and the judge was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, we're talking about portals opening into another dimension and alternate that was, realities. Uh, Germany though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in Germany. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that I I've recently listened to to um, something about that entire case, and you know, they she was just as at fault as the church, but everyone was playing into it that she was supposed to go through this for God, and basically starved herself to death, and it was all epileptic seizures. And yeah, they they didn't they um uh, retroactively um diagnose her with epilepsy. So she was, she was, I believe, if I recall correctly, somebody did diagnose her with it at the time. When did it take and, place, though? And they were like, "Nah, this is, this is demonic possession, and we don't right. believe you." But some of these medical terms only came into play in like the seventies. So I wonder what year it uh, it took place because a lot of these things, like they figure it out and then they give it a name. So I don't know if. Um, it might have been the seventies. I think it might have. I think that might have happened in the seventies. Maybe it might have been more yeah, recent. May, I think it might have been more recent. Yeah, it might, so. might have been when the, you know, the diagnosis was relatively new. So I don't know. Who knows? It was um, still in its infancy for sure. Like they were still learning about it and uh, stuff. But it, it, there were people that were telling her that she was sick, um, right. and that she needed medical assistance, and the family and the church wouldn't let it happen, and it was. It was in the seventies that it happened. Okay. She yeah, died so. in 1976. Um, but yeah, I mean like, it, it, we, how did we get into this topic? I don't know. But yeah, so like, it's just, it's, it's a mixed bag, man. It's just a mixed bag. Yeah. Getting back to the, the location. So the other story that I, I wanted to touch on, and you had said there was conflicting reports and I found conflicting reports as well. It's about the uh, Jasmine lady. I don't know if that's what you called her in the podcast, but that's the lady who the got pushed, lady. pushed down the stairs or fell down yeah. the stairs. So it's a marble staircase. So obviously if you fall down those stairs, you're going to get hurt, especially if you get pushed down those stairs. So um, I've heard that uh, 
she didn't even die. I've heard that she broke her hip, but there's also conflicting reports saying she did die. There's conflicting reports saying that she slipped. I've also seen reports that it wasn't even the Jasmine lady. It was a completely different lady. And the lady that broke her hip is not the one that they're talking about. So whether it was documented or not, I mean, you would assume if she actually died, there would be some sort of a record on it. She definitely Um, died at some point in her life. Good job. (laughs) That's why we have Dave on. Uh, At some point in her life, the end would be the point. (laughs) At some point in her death anyways. Um, yeah, it says that uh, some stories have claimed she accidentally fell on the stairs. Others have claimed she was pushed. Um, they also have another report where after she died, the husband went up to his room and shot himself. Um, and right. then it, this one is saying that this one website in particular is saying that none of those are true, that she had fallen on the stairs. She broke her hip. That's because she was oh. fighting with her son, who uh, was wanted by the police for murdering two people which is also an interesting story. So I guess she was in, in a, now I don't know the, the sources that this website's using, but uh, you, can, uh, anyway. you can tell this website to meet me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm interested in the one fugitive that was in the house for a double murder too. Did that happen in the hotel? Cause I like how the website, the, the website just listed every other possible scenario. That could have, <laughs> like, imaginable. It's like, the, this could have happened. Well, no, it's, it's like, so, that, it's like that. Did you ever see that Saturday night live skit where they're like, all right, we have to run through like every, you know, the, the news anchor was going on vacation, so yeah, they had to go through every, every, every possible, possible thing that could happen. He <laughs> was even oh, Gerald Ford died today. <laughs> I was going to say it's like the end of the movie Clue. Do you guys, did you guys ever watch the movie Clue? No. Basically, so at the end of the movie Clue, they just ran through like all these different scenarios. It's like, or it could have been this. <laughs> because they originally shot it with like three or four different endings, and then they sent the movie out. Um. So oh, all different parts of the country decide. with different endings throughout the country. So oh, like, cool. Yeah. So then when they set it out on home video, they, they added all of the endings together and the, yeah. So same idea. That is actually pretty cool. Um, but just to wrap up what I was saying. So those things that this website listed it, after all of that, it said, none of these are true. A woman fell down the stairs. She broke her hip and that's because she was fighting with her son who was wanted for double murder. Um, the cops showed up after the accident. They recognized the son and arrested him. I don't know why he didn't bolt. Maybe because his mother had a broken hip. Um, and now they do get activity on the stairs. One of the EVP, one of the EVPs recorded, um, came through and said it was a misunderstanding. Now I don't know if she's saying who's saying that. Like who's mother, I don't know if she, so. if she didn't die there. Who's Who's yeah, so why'd she leave an EVP? Who, what, or, or maybe the maybe the ghost, like a ghost lawyer or something? Like I <laughs> the ghost lawyer stuck around just to make sure that the, that it stays clear. Well, that that could be a residual haunting though, because that's like a traumatic event in her life. She breaks her hip. Her son gets arrested for, you know, it's like a big moment in her life. Or or the ghost who did fall down the stairs and break her neck and die is saying that's misunderstanding. My name is not the Jasmine Lady. She's fine. She's like, I'm haunting this theory and I want credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the wrong lady. So put all the credit to the lady that just got an injury. There, there's also, there's other stories too. Like of they have a boy that runs around the first floor and um, they don't know his name. They don't know anything. They've, they've just gotten like some audio of him. But the, the thought with him is like, you know, that kid could have grown up and had a full life, but maybe the most important memory that he ever had was when him and his family stayed at that hotel, because that was like a vacation for people back then, like to go stay at these hotels. So 
that's a thought sometimes too, the residual haunting aspect of it. Yeah, no, you're, you're right about that. So, I mean, if it makes that big of an impression, um, maybe that's where they end up again. We don't know the rules. We don't make the rules. So could be something, um, the most popular names of the ghosts that are repeated in EVPs, Derek, Nicholas, Thomasina, Molly. These are the ones that keep popping up, but have no historical tie to the building. Something kind of interesting. What is Thomasina? Do you guys you ever hear that name before? T-O-M-A-S-I-N-A? Thomasina. No. It's a weird one to keep popping up. So for me, this this was way more interesting to research than the McPike Mansion, to be honest. So what what are you guys' thoughts on Alton? Like, do you what would what do you find the most interesting aspect of the town, I guess? And do you guys think that it like really deserves to be listed as one of the most haunted towns in America. How many towns would we put on the list? The top three? Ten, top but, ten? ten but really 30, because that's that's the theme. Ten but really 30? I'd, I'd say it probably would make the top 30, but I don't know if it would crack the top ten. Hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to go there to, to make a decision. Um, well, I guess, I mean, they do have a lot of collective stories in, the, in yes. one town, where if you, could, if you compare it to other towns that we've covered... Yeah, I mean, San Antonio would probably give it a run for its money, but um, you know, like Harrisville is the one thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you can include Salem, cities. You think Salem? What's that? And I don't yeah. think you can include cities. Like you can't cities include are, like cities. There's just oh, so like San Antonio. Yeah. So if yeah. you're going like haunted small towns, yeah, uh, smallest town as you probably mentioned in the episode, but um, it seems like it's a smaller town. I mean, you have this place, which seems like a very active location. And then the McPike mansion, which is on the list. So, uh, you got got smallpox Island. Um, you got got the first Unitarian church. Mm -hmm. You have the house, um, of the cop that was murdered during the bank robbery. Right. Uh, The Confederate Uh, prison. Um, which is really just a uh, wall now, right? Like, there's not much right. left to it, but it's still Piazza a location. Mas- but Piazza, everything was yeah, built Masonic, off of it. <clears throat> the Piazza Mas- Masonic Lodge is one there that there's um, reported hauntings. Yeah, and you know we, we talked about Mesa, like the Houghton Mansion was a Masonic Lodge, and yeah. Masons are, you know, they're very secretive, but they're it's alleged that they are demon worshippers. Alleged Nobody. by Dave. No, there's yeah. you can. I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Uh, But that's, if you guys want to go back, that's, uh, I believe, episode three. We covered the Houghton Mansion, which covers some of the uh, Masonic stuff. Um, But but I I think it is because, like, we just, I mean, just naming all those things that could potentially have paranormal activity in them is like, how many other towns can you, like, where there's so many locations? You're right. Tombstone. <laughs> yeah, Tombstone has quite a few. Salem has quite a few, but it's everything it's about Alton's unique. Like yeah. everything with Alton, like ev- like so, like everything in Salem, which we've already talked about. I love Salem, but just about everything in Salem—not everything, but most of it's connected to the witch trials, um, and right, rightfully so. Alton, every building has its own history. Some of it's a little lacking, like the McPike Mansion. But every different building, the story is different. It's not everything happened here, like, and then it's spread throughout the town. 
every single building that you go to, the story is is different. Right. So if we're making a list of small towns, I think out of, out of the ones that we've really looked into and the ones that we're going to cover in the near future, uh, I think this one definitely makes a top three. 10, 10 to 15 list for sure. Well, a lot of what we've done, yeah, top three. Out of what we've done, probably top three, yeah. Uh, but, dude, if we're going to include cities, uh, obviously we, we covered San Antonio a couple of weeks ago, but I don't think anything's going to top New Orleans. I mean, I'll have to look more into some yeah. more cities, and we'll do a New Orleans episode in the future, but uh, we did a couple we ghost tours down there. there. We should go to New Orleans for sure and cover some of the crazy shit that's happened down there because New Orleans is bonkers. I know, I know you've been in, been there a few times, Rob. Um, well, the number. Do you guys know what the number one ranked haunted state is? No. Massachusetts. It is not Massachusetts. Was in the top ten, but it's actually Texas. Texas has the most Gigantic. most haunted. History. It's huge. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, if I were to put money on it, even though I already know the answer, it would have been either uh, Texas or California, just by the sheer size of it. Yeah, yeah but, I just um, always bet on those. I, I just think I think you don't include cities because like Boston's haunted history is crazy. You have true, yeah. like you said, New Orleans is massive. I'm sure if we dug into any of the major cities, it's going to you know dwarf any of the smaller towns for the most part. I mean. Other than like what, maybe Phoenix isn't one of the newer cities. Maybe Phoenix doesn't have like as much yeah. of a haunted history, but who knows? Like, I would just, I, be, I would just be careful. Phoenix because, is on uh, is older than the city. Yeah, right. just to go back to what you said about dwarfs, I'd, I'd be careful saying that. Dave's right there. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody. <laughs> and that's how this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Awesome, yeah. So it's it's on my uh, my list of places to go. Uh, Alton, Illinois, and like I said, if we if we end up digging up some more stuff, maybe we'll go back to it for a part three. But that was the first ever part two. Nice job, Rob. I know you put a lot of work into that. Obviously, putting uh, two episodes together is not easy. So it was a little bit more work than I expected. But was it <laughs> twice as much? Um, I finished that video at seven fifteen tonight. Nice. Oh wow! <laughs> I still had time to jump on a little phasmophobia before yeah. the stream. That's impressive. That's well, impressive I also stuff. created that new opening too, which I didn't need to do yet. But yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I like the. New I liked opening. it. Yeah, coming together good. Yeah. Coming together good. Anyways, uh, that was episode number uh, thirteen. We didn't even talk about the number. Look at that. It's super creepy. Thirteen. Uh, Boom. Did it. Anyways, that was episode number thirteen of uh, Hometown Ghost Stories, Alton, Illinois, Part Two: The Very Haunted Mineral Springs hotel shout out to rob for all the work that he put in on part one and part two next week we're gonna bring you the whispers house or the whispers estate in um mitchell indiana and then dave what do you come out of after that we have the viacas haunting in madrid spain spain damn all right we're going international again uh volpe says that it, this is episode 12b not episode 13 so he's disputing that and we will uh, discuss that off air Ooh. Much deliberation. We have a lot of voting. We're going to have our lawyers take a look at that. (laughs) Our ghost lawyers. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Anyways, uh, everyone who swung by the stream, appreciate you guys for hanging out. And uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Hometown Ghost Stories. Make sure you drop a sub on the YouTube channel. We'll talk to you guys uh, next time. Later, guys. See you.